Good morning and welcome to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. Now for today's show, here's attorney Ethel Mitchell. Good morning and welcome. Welcome back if you were listening earlier. Welcome to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. I'm Ethel Mitchell, your host, and we have an excellent program for you this morning. I have in the studio with me Mr. Albert White. He is a very, very experienced finance and business advisor to some of the most successful CEOs in our country. And he's going to give us, talk about the economy and give us some strategies as to how to deal with what's going on, trying to explain what's happening, and then how do we deal with it? How do we deal with it? But I want to welcome everyone who's listening to Law Talk with with Ethel Mitchell over Radio 1, WOL 1450 AM, 95.9 FM, over the internet, over www.lawtalkwithethelmitchell.com as well as WOLDCnews.com. Welcome. Today we're going to get some advice about how to navigate this chaotic economy from a master strategist, Mr. Albert White. So listen and learn. We give you information during this program that you really cannot get anywhere else. So tune in every Saturday morning when we're able to to do this, and you can also call in and ask questions. Uh, 240-638-2828 is my office number when you want to reach me for, you know, estate planning documents or or work like that. And 1-800-450-7876 is the studio number um, uh, that you can call in and ask questions. Law is powerful. It can help you or it can hurt you. What you don't know about law can truly hurt you, but what you do can empower you. And you know what? The same thing can be said about money. Money is powerful. It affects everything that you do. What you don't know about money can hurt you, but what you do know empowers you. So our objective at Law Talk is to empower you by bringing you professionals to enlighten you. My, my guest today is an outstanding professional. He has well over 30 years of business and finance experience as advisors to some of the country's most successful CEOs. He has been the advisor and at one point CEO uh, for Dr. Lonnie Johnson, who, if you don't know, is one of the most successful inventors in our country. He has over 100 patents, including Super Soaker, and the Niff gun inventor as well, uh, and happens to be a black man, in case you don't know. Um, Mr. White has uh, uh, provided strategies for bringing um, the initial use of the global internet to the public. And that's another program that I really <laughs> want you to come back. Okay. A lot of people don't know how the internet got started background of network solutions and I want you to come back and we're going to do a separate program on that soon okay. too that okay definitely want to do that and he's writing a book on it too so I'm, I'm putting it out there so. 
Thank you. No, I'm putting it out there. So just a little bit of pressure, thank, okay? Thank You're you. have to finish this, okay? <laughs> but Mr. White really does have a, an amazing background. In the 1990s, he negotiated the largest contract with AT&T that they had ever signed in their history with a minority contractor. He's brought in over $250 million dollars in contracts for uh, with federal agencies and the Department of Defense. He has been an advisor to publicly owned venture capital companies, a former international banking officer with J.P. Morgan Bankers and Trust. He formed his own company in 2016 called Polaris Advisory Group LLC to provide funding and market strategies for minority and women-owned businesses with a focus on energy, healthcare, Information Technology and Government Contracting. Welcome to Law Talk. Welcome, Mr. Albert White. Good. Thank you, Ethel, so much. But let me let me just say one point before I get into this. Sure. Because there's some people out there suffering because of the close down right now. And I oh, just yeah. like I just yeah. like I, I just like to say, you know, it, it's I know it's difficult and it, it will come to an end. You just yeah. have to hang in there mm-hmm. and just keep the faith. And um, things will get better. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate to see families being disrupted because of this. Yeah. Especially small businesses. A lot of people don't realize that small businesses that have federal contracts are not getting paid. They're not getting paid. Yeah. And they have to pay their employees. That's right. And it's impacting their families. It's impacting their credit. It's impacting a lot of things. So I, I just want to say that to start off. Good. I, you know, Good. So, so you know that um, I'm thinking about everyone out there who's suffering and, and trying to make it day to day until this thing is over. Good. And and this is really kind of a senseless shutdown. I you know just you know yeah. shut down because of a wall is is makes no sense. And we got eight hundred thousand people out there who are you know trying to get back on track and everything. So, yes. Well, uh, thank you for saying that. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's start with give us some background on. The economy. First of all, what is the economy? So, um, the economy is um, both the domestic and international economy is really the sum total of all the products and services sold worldwide. Okay. Okay. So, when you talk about the economy, you're talking about uh, products that are sold and, and purchased domestically in the United States as well as exported overseas to other countries, and that's why we're in this little period here where we're going through these trade negotiations um, with these other countries as it relates to that. Mm -hmm. But the economy is a very sensitive thing when it comes to balance. And when you get the economy out of balance, that's when we have recessions. That's when we have depressions. And it entails basically actions by individuals trying to straighten it out and get it correct. But if they don't know what they're doing, that's when it gets worse. And that's where we're We're in a stage right now where um, we have an administration that has no clue to what's happening. What they're doing is really playing politics mm-hmm. with the economy and based on what they feel uh, they want to get out of it. Rather mm-hmm. than, you know, when we had Obama and we had Clinton, who were um, people who were trained in economics, they understood that adjustments in certain aspects of trade and adjustments in certain aspects of of money flow impact the economy. But at this point, we're basically looking at um, a situation where it's being impacted by a person's personality more so than anything else. And, and, you know, one of the things I tell my friend 
um, that we're in right now, we're in a global reality show. That's what this is right okay. now. If okay. you think about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> okay. But now, tell me in general, though, when we started talking about this, you explained to me that in general, the economy goes in cycles. Right. Well, explain to my audience a little bit about that, please. Okay. So, so um, in basic economics, one of the things that um, most um, students are taught and most economists know is, is that we go through economic cycles. Um, generally, the cycle uh, lasts from uh, eight to ten years. Ten years is at the far point. So okay. what happens is that you have um, increased growth. You have stock markets going up, people are employed, um, and things are good. So, mm-hmm. so for for the last really the last ten years, we've had that type of growth. Okay, and and, and a lot of people, you know, um, point to our current administration as fostering that, but it really came out of the Obama administration. Okay, you know, where 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 we are today because Obama administration position us to get to where we are today. But, and when he came in, we were in bad shape, as exactly, I recall. Exactly. So he really put us on the right foot. So exactly. So, okay. But it's okay. a 10-year cycle. So so uh, if you go back to the last cycle, um, which was in 2008, which was one of the you know, worst economic periods in the country, a lot of people will remember the housing crunch. Um, people were going into foreclosure. Yeah. Um, we are right now on the crust of the next economic downturn. Okay, at that point, hold it right there, because we got to go to break. I'm sorry, but uh, please do stay tuned. We, we've got to go to break. Uh, can we go right now, Doug? I think this is a good spot to stop. So stay tuned, and when we come back, Mr. White's going to continue the conversation, because I, this is good information for all of us to know. It really is. Hello and welcome back. Welcome back to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. My guest today is Mr. Albert White, who is a very experienced business and investment advisor. And he's explaining to us, talking about the economy, economic cycles, what they are. And now, where are we now? What do you expect for 2019? I, I think 2019 is going to be um, a rough period, um, and it's going to be a rough period because we have so many things occurring at the same time. So as I mentioned before, um, we're at the top of the downturn of the cycle, the economic cycle. So we're ten years. So this is just a this is just a part of it is just a normal cycle that right right yeah. Right. But you, if you look at the numbers and you look at what's what's going on now, obviously. Uh, we're looking at these high numbers of of employment of people, but yeah. a lot of people don't realize that yes, we have a high level of employment of people, but we have underemployment of people, meaning that people are working but they're not being paid to um, the fullness of their capability. Yes. So yes. and you know and the the thing I I. Um, <laughs> The indicator for me is, is how many robocalls I get from people trying to sell something over the telephone. Uh-huh. You know, you know and, and I say, well, what are these people doing just on the telephone? Is that their job? Yeah. But, but that kind of gives you an indication. The, uh, the other thing um, you need to look at is uh, just the general sense of what people around you are doing mm-hmm. and um, how they are faring in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. So let me just flip it to the other side. So 
where um, some of the advice I give some of my um, investors, wealthy investors, and they know already that you need to conserve cash right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need to get into debt. You need to basically um, cut back on your debt and make sure you have a credit line facility that you can go to if you, you have a problem. Okay. So a lot of people are saying, well, you know, um, I've been spending and spending and spending. No, this is the time to cut back. This is the time to really restrict any sort of major buying because 2019 could be a period of time where we'll start seeing a real slowdown. People will start losing jobs. And the interest rates, which is a big uh, indicator, is there's a a possibility, and I think it's a real possibility that the interest rates are going to go up. And how that impacts people is that if you have credit cards and if you have mortgages and you have financing, now you're going to see your interest rates maybe even double in 2019. Oh, my God. And and then from that standpoint, if if you've basically projected that – you know, 4% or 5% was going to be the, the the level that you could maintain going forward, and it goes mm-hmm. to 6 to 7%, yeah, the people are going to be trouble. struggling. And that's how we got into, into trouble in, in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, 2008, the housing market shifted, the interest rates went up, and then people started to, and companies started to look at the assets and see what the asset value of a lot of things were because people were not able to pay their mortgages and then the banks started looking at, well, you know, what type of an asset do I have? And they realized that the assets were overvalued. One, one of the other statistics um, that I heard recently, which was very interesting, is that 50% of the lending that's being done to individuals and small businesses is by non-banks. And the reason that Ooh. this is a, a, and the reason that this is important is because a lot of that lending is lending at much higher rates in our terms that could impact um, that particular person or that particular company if there is a problem. Yeah. And so, so, so you need to kind of look at that. Um, when somebody comes and offers mm-hmm. you, you know, money and it seems like it's a good deal, you really need to question, you know, should I be signing up for this money even though yeah. – um, free money, not you're free. The free money. You're right. It's, yeah. you know, it can, it, it yeah. can be a problem. Yeah. So, so those are the types, types of things I think as it relates to, in my family, we, we try to focus on getting the kids to pay off their student loans mm-hmm. and get their okay. credit back up. My, my youngest daughter, Adrian, paid her student loan off in December and we celebrated. Yes. And yes. so, yes. but she has her own company. All my kids have their own companies. Uh-huh. And I, I promote entrepreneurship among my friends' children and other mm-hmm. children. So entrepreneurship um, means that you don't have to be out of a job. It means that you have the knowledge to to, to be able to survive if we get through tough times. You and can sell something. To, right. You know. uh-huh. And so so and it's also some good skills that when you're in a job that you clearly you understand too. why that company is doing certain things. Mm-hmm. So you have an entrepreneurial mm-hmm. name. You well, know, I, I know this is a little off the initial subject, but what advice do you have for entrepreneurs? What, what it, I know you could probably talk about this a lot, but is there a particular type of advice you give to entrepreneurs, especially during a time like this? Well, it's, it's, it's right, exactly. So, you know, it's um, in slowdowns, generally what happens especially in the federal marketplace. And we have some people in the air that federal marketplaces that a lot in okay. this area. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So what happens and which a lot of people don't know on the outside is that an agency will will basically tell a small business 
that we cannot pay you right now. Oh and we want you to keep your people working and you're going to be working at risk. Okay. What? So the business, so the businesses have to make the decision. Do I go ahead and keep these people working on this job or do I pull them off the job and basically put them on what we call the bench and try to find something else for them to do. This is a very, this strategy has really caused for the problem, the failure of a lot of small businesses during periods like this, wow. because what they do is they wait, they wait, they wait, they go to their bank trying to borrow money to underwrite their payrolls and they have a problem because the mm -hmm. bank now is tightening up because I've been yeah, banks last, are tightening yeah, up too, I told right? last week they're tightening up because yeah. they see the, they see the situation happening. So the only thing you can do, because a lot of people say, well, I, I can't get these people back if I let them go. No, yeah. you're going to have to let them go or you won't have a company to bring them back to. Okay. So so uh -huh. it's, it's, a, it's a hard lesson to learn. And the companies I've been, that I've advised over the years, they, I try to get them to learn that lesson early so it really doesn't impact the future of the company. So, yeah. If, so your advice is when when the government or whoever it is stops paying. Right. You stop paying too, right? Well, automatically you can't pay. Yeah, and yeah. You, and you, you know, you want to pay your people. You want to make sure that they're doing well and everything. But it gets to a point where it's digging into the viability of your company. The company, and then yeah. you just have to, because the bank's going to come asking for their money. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. Yeah. So yeah. you can't tell the bank, "Well, the government shut down, or I lost this contract." You know, you have to anticipate that. And make those uh, adjustments in your in your business strategy. And so. I would imagine a lot of people, a lot of businesses, are going through that right now. A absolutely, absolutely. Right now, yeah, the number the number. And it's not just because of the shutdown, but also because of the in general. Even once the government opens back up, I suspect, or do you suspect that this kind of tightening and pulling back is going to continue? Well, you know, one of one of the the things that. Um, uh, a lot of people are talking about is the fact that the administration may be doing this to shrink the government. Oh, my God. Uh, so, so in effect, what they're trying to do is to shrink down the individual agencies by letting these people go and not bringing them back. This wow. is a reality that um, a lot of the agencies have already been, you know, been, you know, shrunk down to a size. You know, you have the State Department. They, they only have half of their people they had that they needed to operate efficiently really? before he came in. Mm. And now what this allows the administration to do is to say to a lot of the agencies like EPA, which they have they a problem like anyway. with. Right, yeah. They'll say, well, you don't have to bring the people back. You know, we're going to let this go on. Some of the people are going to be so discouraged they may not come back, and we're not going to rehire new people. Wow. So, so those are the types of things that are occurring right now. Now, you know, we were talking about how that impacts just the general public. Mm -hmm. um, it, it has a, a direct impact in the general public, down to the store on the corner, oh, yeah. down to the supermarket. So this slowdown is impacting our economy. Everything. Yeah, we're going to lose about a half a percent of a, a gross national product over this whole slowdown. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be um, tremendous. Wow. Okay. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, we'll open up the phone line. So if you have questions for Mr. White, please do call in at 1-800-450-7876. That's 1-800-450-7876. Stay tuned, please. Trying to please me. You never let me down before. I don't imagine 
too familiar No love I took the good times I'll take the bad times Welcome back Welcome back to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. We're having a very informative and exciting conversation with Albert White, the, the noted business and finance advisor for companies, businesses, and he's sharing with us information about the economy and strategies that you can use both in your business and personally to get through this difficult period. Uh, if you have questions for him, please do call in at 240, I'm sorry, 1-800-450-7876. That's 1-800-450-7876. And I'll be giving out his contact information for his own company in a few minutes. But uh, let's go back to the conversation uh, about what's going on in the economy, what your recommendations are for getting through it. Are there any other factors that are, I know there are a lot of factors impacting it, but you mentioned also about uh, baby boomers are coming through now. Um, Talk to us about how all those things make a difference. So there are two large um, portions of our population. It's the one that's shrinking, and that's the baby boomer population, which was about 74 million. And then you have the millennials. The millennials is about 76 million. Mm, okay. okay. So um, the millennials are still, they're, they're really consuming the marketplace right now. They're out there. They're looking for jobs. They're looking for entrepreneurships while, while the baby boomers are trying to survive. These are people who have come to retirement age, who are now um, in homes um, and are in independent living facilities. Their families are taking care of them. It's, it's, it's interesting, Ethel. Of my friends, I would say that about 60% are taking care of their mothers or fathers mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. You know, when I call sure them, yeah. you know, but with that, they can't work. So, yeah. you know, and that's the difficult thing. Yeah. So, so I think you have to balance that out. If you, if you have, you know, family members that you know that you're going to have to start taking care of as they age, I think you have to make some sort of strategy within the family on how you plan to tackle that. To tackle you know, that, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and generally what happens, a lot of families um, uh, come together and they talk about who takes the role of doing certain things. But also I hear stories of where other family members don't get involved. And that's a shame that, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have the total family involved mm-hmm. and, and really taking care of your, your parents right. Right. when they're right. aging. Because, you know, that's it's, it's something that they did for you when you were growing yeah. up. And, they held and, your and, hand. You know, and that's, and that's, yeah. and that's the, kind of the, the big thing right now. But um, the um, thing I'd like to really advise families and friends is we really need to come together and work together through these periods of time. I think we have the tendency to kind of separate ourselves from other people within our community and try to deal with it on our own. I think in some sort of way, and I talk about this in the book, how we need to really start to think about working together as it relates to um, developing 
certain businesses or, or basically getting involved in how, how do we, you know, start a company or how do we go buy a company? And I'm in the midst of buying a company and, and mm-hmm. I brought my friends together to do that and mm-hmm. stuff. But I'd like you to, to, we can do a separate show on that too, <laughs> because, you know, I, I know a lot of young people as well as, you know, older people who would like to start a business or right. they may have a good idea. And they may have friends that they would like to approach about doing it. And maybe one day we'll do a program on just the steps of doing that. How do you do that? Because you hear about people doing it all the time. Right. But until you've – I didn't want a theorist. I wanted somebody who's actually done it, you know, to come in and talk about how you get together. What do you do with the money? How do you decide – who does what, you know, and how no, no, exactly. that whole thing is structured, and, you know. And, and, and the early stages of that is when a family friend or a um, relative comes to you and asks for you to invest in their business. Mm-hmm. And in the book, I talk about the 10 questions you need to ask you them. You need to ask them, right. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> when they come and ask uh-huh. for money, uh-huh. you know, you got 10 questions there. You got, uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. how are you going to use the money? Right, you know, right, right. What's right. the market like? Now, now the, the thing is, is it's, it helps on both sides because yeah. it, it sharpens the skills of the person that's the business person that wants the money, but it also allows the person who is being asked for the money to be able to feel comfortable that some basic questions have been answered. Right. And so so we can kind of go through that in another show. We can kind right, of talk, right, talk right. Because you, you've advised venture capital firms too. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, you know, there's a lot. There's a, there's that's a lot, what they do. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of money out there, you know, for venture capital. Um, a lot of millennials are uh, wanting to get involved in startups. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I feel, you know, that's good. But, you know, I think there's some other opportunities out there to partner with other firms or to mm-hmm. acquire some other firms, and I think you know we should. Why don't you Why don't you give out your your contact information, the name of your company, your telephone number, and if you don't mind, your email address okay. uh, right now. So if people would like to contact you, right. So they, my my telephone number at my office is two four zero six three eight two eight zero three. And the name of my company is called Polaris Advisory Group. Um, and my email is um, alwhite at Polaris, P-E fun, P-E-F-U-N-D fun dot com. So um, you can send me emails there and I'll try to get back to all the emails and, uh-huh. and, and answer the questions and stuff. Okay. Um, kind of busy at this point, but um, I'm, you know, I'm open for you know questions. Okay, so let's go. Let's go back to talking about the economy and what okay. you and what you. I mean, we see the stock market is going up and down. What's all that about? Tell me. It's it's the the the, the stock market today is worse than Las Vegas. If you think about it, wow. You know, people go to Las Vegas, hit you know hit the, you know roulette or. Mm-hmm. You know, but what what we're seeing right now is we're seeing the stock market gyrate up and down based on what somebody has said or what somebody's going to do. We've had that in the past, but we've had consistent, you know, growth in the market. Mm-hmm. When you have when you have three hundred points or almost a thousand points um, cycles, that's not good. And I, I tell people when the situation is like that you really need to stay on the sideline and watch what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not doing that, you're gambling, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so you put money in the market, the market goes up a 1,000 points, then it comes down. 
uh, to 600 points, especially in this period of time when we're getting ready to go into a mild slowdown, is that you should have a real concern about how your money is being utilized in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact is to look at look at Apple. Apple's slowing down right now. Apple was yeah, one of you know one of the one biggest hot spots. Yeah. Right, exactly. They yeah. had one of the biggest you know revenue Runs. numbers forever. Yeah. So, so the Chinese have decided they're going to start stop buying Apple because of the trade situation. Mm-hmm. But that's going to impact every major technology company, yeah. and that, we'll see a drop in the the earnings numbers as well mm. as in the stock price. Okay. Um, and we, you need to, you know, basically understand what's going on and take action now. I, I tell people, you know, and, and this is not a knock against brokers, but they're trying to sell stock. Mm-hmm. And I had a situation with one of my clients where he asked me to come into a meeting. He had about $6 million invested, and the stockbroker told him, keep the money in the market. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, you take the money out the market. The market mm-hmm. is not right 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 now for you to basically take this type of risk. Mm-hmm. And the next day, the market fell 300 points. Wow. And he could have lost everything. Mm-hmm. So you have to make good you know, decisions for all of you out there that are equity owners. And our community, we, we don't have a lot of equity uh, owners out there. But the ones that do, just make good decisions. Don't allow anybody to really make the decision for you. You need to look at the facts and look at the figures and, and, and the feel of. So in, in, in summary, uh, Al, what would you say is is the major takeaway uh, that you'd like to share with people on on the economy and how to deal with their own situations, whether it's individual <sighs> or business wise? Um, what would you say? Um, I say that you need to be cautious during this period of time. We have uh, really political unrest. We have other economic problems going on that may not seem obvious to the average person, but the underlining thing is that we're going through the cycle now and we're at the top of a downturn cycle. So uh, a lot of people, you know, without knowing this type of information, believe that things are gonna stay the same. and. Um, most of the uh, economists and most of the people with real wealth are now cashing out, and that's why the market is, is, is basically the way it is. They're cashing out and they're going into cash or going into protective bonds, um, some sort of way of protecting their assets going forward. Because they, kn- they know the, 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 where the cycle's going, and they know that we're at the, the beginning of the downturn cycle. So, so, it's not, so it's not just about the government shutting down. It's a combination. Even once they open back up, it doesn't mean things are going to go back to normal. Uh, no, no, no. We got, okay. we, we, it's going to take us a while to get back to normal. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Just a moment. We've got two callers on the line. Um, uh, hello is, I can't see the name, but uh, you're on the line. Hello? Are you speaking to me? Yes, me? yes, yes. yes well, I want to thank you so much and, re- and greet your happy new year for spirits and economic compensation liberation, okay? Thank Here's you. my question to you. You are doing a wonderful job, very informative. My question is regarding the unearned income tax. And this is tax season, right? So I want to know, would you agree that uh, um, um, Negro voters or black people, uh, do, do, do we know that the, the first 87 
percent of one dollar is loaned to the Internal Revenue Service, which is not a federal uh, uh, agency. It is uses the money to invest in prisons and selective law enforcement. And, okay. and I want to know: Do you think we know that? And if we do, what do you think? Are we crazy or are we addicted to right? Which is a, a shame-based alliance. And I'm okay. Thank you okay. Serious. Thank you very much. Mr. White, do you want to respond to that very quickly? Because we do have another caller on the line as well that I want to get to. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think that um, in our community, we lacked information. And I think that there is a need for more information to be disseminated to our community. We need right. to read more and we need Absolutely. to study the figures uh, and not accept and a lot of things. And try to understand. Yeah, right, and not right. accept a lot of things. Okay. Uh, Tony, you're on the air. Quickly. Hi. hi. How are you doing? Hello. How are you, uh, Attorney Mitchell? Uh, this is so informative. I, I commend uh, Mr. White on his knowledge, and I'd like to know uh, when perhaps you will have him again. And also, <laughs> I'd, like, I, I, I'd also like to know if he could repeat his uh, contact information so that I can write it down. Okay. okay. Why don't you do that, please, Al? So, so my telephone number, um, and you may get my answering service, is 240-638-2803. And my email address is Al White. It's one word, Al White, A-L-W-H-I-T-E, at Polaris, P O L. A R I S P E fun F U N D dot com. So you can get me um, at the that that email address and that telephone number and stuff. Did you have a Thank specific question? Much. What were you interested in? Well, I'm I'm a uh, startup nonprofit. Okay. I'd like to uh, you know spend some time with you or meet with you to get suggestions and recommendations about moving forward. The the uh, the uh, organization or the nonprofit is called Right Beginnings Inc. Uh, I do have a website, but we're uh, in the business of providing jobs for women who are victims of domestic violence. Okay, very good. Very so, good. Yeah, so I'm very, uh, very much interested in your insights as to how we move forward. And just full disclosure, I also operate two, two safe houses. No, oh, very uh, good. Very yeah, good. So, uh, You're really dedicated wanting, to that cause. To, yeah, yeah. we want to move beyond just providing them safety and a respite from the abusers, but also to help them to uh, to uh, rebuild their lives and to, to change the, the trajectory of those. 74% of all women who are victims of domestic violence return to their abusers because of economic and mm-hmm. financial instability. Mm-hmm. So oh, like that's that. wonderful. That's great. Send, yeah. send me your information, too. Maybe we can put it on the website or something where people would be able to donate to it if you're a nonprofit, okay? Yeah, be yeah. happy to do that. And okay. thank you so much. But again, looking forward to, to the next session. Uh, <laughs> okay, it'll be real soon. It'll be real soon. We're going to talk about that. We may, okay. Yeah, we're, we're going to see what his schedule looks like <laughs> and see if we can get him right back on here. Thank you very much for calling in, though. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. My guest has been Mr. Albert White of Polaris Advisory Group. Um, he has a wealth of information that we all need to know because we all need to understand the economy and so on. So please just... We have just about two more minutes. 
There's some three more minutes, okay? Uh, you you were saying just before I interrupted you, not interrupted, but when the phone calls came in, mm-hmm. what were the the most important takeaways that you want people to have? Um, the most important takeaway is uh, conserve cash. Don't don't extend your credit any further than it is right now, mm-hmm. because you're going to need a. Don't back- buy that new car. Nah, don't buy that new car yeah, right don't, now. Don't yeah, charge yeah, nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, just you know, read more about what's going on and look at the situation for yourself. Don't allow people, in many cases, to make it, you know, give you advice as it relates to how you should manage your assets. You, you should know uh, something about what's going on politically and economically, and um, and use that advice to make decisions. I want I want to end with this one last point that has really. Um, it has a lot to do with the future rather than today. Okay. And which is a real concern for me. And I, and I, I, th- I don't think people are really focusing on it. But with all of the things that are going on in technology right now, over the next three to five years, what will happen is that a lot of jobs that are now done manually are going to be done through robots and digitization of the economy. Mm-hmm. Globally... The, the World Bank is saying that about 350 million people worldwide will have to change their jobs. Mm-hmm. And the, th- the, the thing that I've been trying to preach mm-hmm. is know what you're doing and what the future could hold for you mm-hmm. as it relates to that. And make adjustments that. accordingly. Exactly. Make adjustments accordingly. Thank you so much. And we're going to talk. about you coming right back on because this has been wonderful you've been listening to law talk with ethel mitchell Uh, i hope you enjoyed the program tune in next week from 8 30 to 10 we'll be back with more good information you can reach me at 240-638-2828 for your wills and estate uh, needs and uh, in the meantime please be safe take care and know that we will get through this have a good day goodbye